Blog Talk Radio. Riding through this world all alone. God takes your soul. You're on your own. The crow flies straight, a perfect line. On the devil's bed until you die. I seem to be doing pretty good, man. The weather's getting a little chilly, but hey, hoodie weather season is my forte. Well, absolutely. And you know, the days are getting shorter here in uh, the state of Arkansas, and we're getting closer. The time is getting shorter as we get closer and closer into ASWF Halloween Resurrection, and I absolutely and beside myself, I cannot wait to see what the ASMF has in store this Saturday night live from the Value Arena. Well, you know, Michael, I, I can say the same thing. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait for this show. And like I mentioned earlier, it's a little chilly outside, but it's not going to be near the chills, the spills, and the thrills that ASWF is going to bring us all come October 20th. It's going to be great. Absolutely. Cannot wait for that, uh, you know, that monumental card. I've said it multiple times on the ASWF lives we've been doing. I've said it multiple times right here on the uh, air on Aftermath. This is going to be a historic night. And, uh, you know, the fans are going to look back on this and know that history was made. Not only do we have the penitentiary of pain match coming up uh, Saturday night in the main event, but we also have the ASMF championship being defended in the, in the steel cage. We have the evolution titles being defended uh, in a casket match. You know, Max Jones is going to have a final double partner coming up to take on the Vincents. Of course, we have the House of Forms match coming up. Uh, that one's definitely going to be a monumental one. Uh, a physical contest between Excalibur and the and uh, Don Hintz Will Cage, as well as the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. And that's what we're going to go ahead and start things off with talking about the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. And, you know, I've mentioned it. So many times it almost sounds like a cliche, but from this point, you know, it's 
It's almost like golden tickets. Well, Michael, uh, I will say this. As you mentioned, it is almost like a guaranteed uh, championship gold. Uh, one of the more uh, recent one of the more recent uh, events that have ha- has happened with the uh, with the golden ticket holder is we've had an unsuccessful cash in, um, and that was very unfortunate. But I mean, hey, these golden ticket battle royals—they're almost like invitationals in a sense. You get some of the best of the best from from any independent promotion in there, and it just hey. Anybody's a wild card in this match, that's for sure. I mean, like I said, and the thing is, is it's a battle royal style match. It's anybody's ball game. The from the biggest of giants to the smallest of underdogs, anybody could win this match. I mean, the, the it's all about tactic and in these battle royal setups, especially these over the top rope battle royal setups, it is best to not be seen or heard, not even make your presence known. Because just one hint of your presence being known, and it could all be over for you in a matter of just seconds. I mean, we've seen we've seen it in the past, you know, history. Look at Jerry Lawler and his one-second elimination from a Royal Rumble. I mean, with these Battle Royal-style matches, it could end up being the same thing. You could have several people in the ring at once, and there's so much going on. I mean, somebody could literally just come grab you and scoop you over the ropes and you're out. Absolutely, you do. You've kind of got to keep your head on a swivel in these matchups, you know. And the attack can come from literally anywhere. And, you know, once again, sounds cliche, but it's literally every man for themselves. So somebody you thought could have been your friend, you know, with the stakes like the golden ticket on the line, coming up uh, in this matchup, it's one of them things that friends become enemies really quick. Uh, everybody wants to hold the ASWF championship gold, and this is, like I said, almost a guaranteed championship sitting in your hands. I mean, hey, and the cool thing about it is, is yes, it does guarantee you a title shot of your choice. And as a, and as we've seen with one of the last cash-ins, it doesn't even have to be a singles title. It could be the tag team titles. I mean, I mean, shoot. Say down the line, the company wants to introduce another title. Hey, 
you might be eligible for that as well. You never know. All we know is it's almost a hundred percent effective uh, as far as get winning a title from it. Uh, now, given this last cash in, that statistic is quite off. But to say the least, you do have the advantage and the element of surprise on your side holding that golden ticket briefcase. Yeah, you're right about that. You know, you do. You can cash it in literally. Uh, every champion inside of the ASWS, uh, they go unnoticed whenever somebody wins the golden ticket because you cashed in. Uh, it's crazy what's going to happen here as far as uh, when cash-ins happen. You know, you never know. It could be at any ASWS event. As long as the ASWF is on the marquee, you can cash in. So, I mean, look at a guy like, let's take Mike Anthony, for example. Mike Anthony obviously has held the golden ticket before, and he single-handedly turned that golden ticket into the, you know, the rise of the dominance era, as I call it, in the ASWF, where he, you know, literally transformed into the prominence of dominance and took the ASWF championship from the champion at that point in St. Andrews. And look what it's done for his career. He's never looked back. Well, I mean, he, he has had an illustrious career. We cannot d- deny that. Uh, so far, and I mean, the thing about it is winning that golden ticket. It, I mean, it's one of those deals where you say you're a champion and you ha- you're always going to have a target on your back. Well, that target grows a little more, and it seems the the carrier of that golden ticket is almost like a like a military sniper. He's just right there, waiting for the right time to cash in. And, I mean, it's, hey, power to them. I, I mean, we've seen it cashed in, you know, bef- at the start of a match. We've seen it cashed in just out of nowhere. I mean, anything can happen. You're right. And that's the, the you know, that's the intrigue of the Golden Ticket. Literally, anything can happen. At any time, any place, ASWS on the marquee, somebody could cash in that golden ticket, and we'll find out just who has their name etched, uh, you know, in the stars, so to speak, and who will propel their career forward after winning this golden ticket. You know, it can be, like you mentioned, the ASWF championship, the evolution title. It can be the uh, tag team title. It can be literally anything that you want to turn it into. And, you know, save for one individual, everybody has been successful when they've cashed in their golden ticket. And, you know, that individual being hypnotic. And, you know, a lot of people will say that hypnotic would have been. I mean, that is, that's, that could be the case. And, I mean, the thing is, is, if you want to prove, if you want proof, there is proof out there that that golden ticket has 
just launched and propelled careers. I mean, let's look at it this way. RASWF world champion Mark Wolf cashed in a golden ticket to get that world championship. And he's still champion, and he is the most dominant we have seen him probably ever. Right. Just recently, he surpassed Mike Anthony's reign as the NSWF champion, becoming one of the longest reigning champions of the modern era. And, you know, it all did start thanks to the Golden Ticket and, of course, a little bit. Uh, obviously, we all saw the video earlier today, so we are going to address the issue with uh, Mr. 99%. There you see uh, the infamous one commenting on the Facebook Live that uh, he's trying to get himself together before he calls in. You know, I have seen the infamous one this week. And he's, he's quite disheveled, to say the least, about what's going on with his uh, brethren. Uh, and I, I can't blame him by any stretch of the imagination. You know, what I witnessed last night and it's documented in that video over on the ASWF Facebook. Every time I closed my eyes, I saw the suicide team with that window stick and I heard Mr. 99% screaming. I mean, you saw the blood on his shirt. It's, I'm not quite sure. Well, um, and and Michael, neither am I. It uh, it's very unfortunate because some people will go as far as to saying he deserves it, and I mean, to an extent, I agree. I think karma has came back and bit him, but I mean, in a sense, it, it's it's like a bad joke. It, it seems like it seems like it's going way way too far but one of the strongest link or you're only as strong as the weakest link and i mean is this is this the plan you know yeah i mean that's the thing you got to say that the suicide team and the psychotic savior really are kind of almost taking this in the effect that you cut the head off the snake, um, you got to wonder if, and Deadly Dale just commented on the Facebook Live, uh, obviously a participant this Saturday night, he said, if that gave me nightmares, you'll never sleep again after what I do in the penitentiary of pain. I know Dale's in the video. So now let's look at it from the aspect of did the suicide team almost make a calculated error? Did he give Team Venom, as I call them, material, and just give them that much more to be to be motivated? What? I mean, they they may have very well have. But, I mean, it is, like I said, it's kind of hard to keep yourself together, especially when you are, uh, quote-unquote, Team Venom, uh, especially when the guy who was, who was leading you all along the way has gone missing. 
And the only thing you hear from him other than these videos is is these cryptic messages on Facebook that that aren't even from him. They're from the Suicide King and the Psychotic Savior. So, I mean, the only thing we know, and even then, we don't even know if he's safe anymore. You're right. I mean, I told uh, the Suicide King last night, you saw it on the video. I, I said, Ray, the board of directors, they don't want any liability. They want me to check on him and make sure he's okay. And I tell you, responded in the affirmative when I asked him, are you okay, Brad? Are you okay? And tell you, though, even though he responded and he's okay and he's never been better, I don't believe it. I don't know what you got out of it, but I mean, it just... I mean, it's well, I mean, it's hard, and it's one of those things. It's like you you want to believe that, but then you have seen what the suicide king and the psychotic savior are capable of, and that's going against other wrestlers. This is not going against somebody who's not a wrestler. So this capability, I mean, you know. As well as I do, they could they could be doing just simple things to him, and it's torturing Brad because he's not used to it. Now, as far as safety's concerned, I, I don't know. I'm up in the air on that one because it's like, as a fan, part of me wants to believe that, and the reason I say that is because I don't want them. I don't want to be next on that agenda. You know, but I really don't know. I don't know how how you would respond. I mean, I mean, if he's getting tortured, I mean, what what would you think? I mean, uh, there's not really a lot of safety in torture. You're right about that. There's absolutely no safety in torture, and you know, Dale points out that. Uh, the suicide king and the psychotic savior have obviously, you know, had Mr. 99% uh, Facebook page. And, you know, we've all seen the creepy posts. And that's what you've got to call them. Downright unnerving posts about what's going on. And, you know, a small peek into the life. I mean, I, I don't know. It's... You know, we it's obvious that they're writing these posts. It it is. I mean, and you can tell even even without the without the signatures and the insignias, you can tell which one is writing it just by the 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 tone that the post sets and both of them are either eerie or insane. Or suicidal, but um, you know we've just got to sit here and and hope and 
and hope and pray that Brad's okay. I mean, you know, a lot of people think he deserves it, and that's with that's with all due respect, um, and just because of the way he's done other people. And I mean, look, look at the way he did Double J when Double J before Double J was putting that neck brace. I mean, he had Double Mark Wolf attack Double J, and I mean, at that time, it was when the fans had trusted. Double J. And we've seen what Brad would go through because he taunted a man in a neck brace still yet. So, I mean, and then to come back and kind of lead an attack on guys like the Suicide King. And, and I mean, you know, even his guys are taking it too far. But, I mean, some of them have done it under – Bad Brad's orders. So yeah, some people do think that Brad deserves it. Now, personally, I think it may be going a little bit too far, but at the same time, I do like seeing people get their just desserts. Right, and you know that's the question: Is this just dessert or is this too far? And that's what we're going to ask our guest right now. The infamous one coming on live here on Talk Radio 49 and Facebook Live. Uh, infamous one, can you hear us? How are you doing tonight? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what has happened to Brad. Or how, why it's even gone this far. But if you could hear me, October the 20th, we're going to come to the Valiant Arena. And I'm talking about myself. I'll be joining you at commentary. But the thing is, I don't know why they kidnapped Brad. Why are they playing these games? Why are they torturing him? What they're trying to do? But what they're trying to accomplish is something more than what they're realizing what's going on. Because the much pain they put on my friend, my 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 brother, I hope. No, I'm not going to hope, Michael. I'm trying to hold back all these tears. Because <laughs> the thing is, what's going to happen when that door closes is that what's going to happen to Ray, the suicide king, cataclysm, and DMAC is that deadly Dale, 
the favorite thing about all this plays together, if you think about it, go do the history of Deadly Dale. This is his playground. They're invited to come play on Deadly Dale's playground. With also, think about this, these three guys are going to endure the pain on all three of these guys that kidnapped Brad. And you know what? I want them to feel the same way I do and his family feels. You know how much that is? I know you're listening because I'm so getting tired of watching the gun games. When that door closes, you listen to me, and you listen to me. I speak for his family, and I speak for myself. Ray, Cataclysm, d I hope you feel every inch of that pain that we're feeling right now. I hope that you will not leave that arena feeling what we feel right now. I hope it's a thousand times worse across your body. I hope it's a hope. It's going to be a hoping thing because, you know, we're sitting here hoping for his return, but we're going to guarantee that it's going to be your last match ever when Deadly Dale and the rest come into play. When the door locks, you're going to feel what Brad, my co, and his, he's got a family and you don't care. How dare you look at Michael and tell him he got a family too? The thing is, you're not feeling what he's feeling right now. And the mind games that you're playing with him and what you're doing to Brad come this Saturday. I hope what you're saying on your shirt says they kill you three because they're going to beat you after you're dead. I'm done, Michael. I can't keep my composure. I tried. But I can't stand for my brother to be in this pain and to deal with his family and sorrow right now. It's pretty sick. I'm done. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the infamous one. Uh, yeah, obviously, you'd have to be a robot not to say the emotion that this is bringing out in the infamous one. Uh, the deal is with this whole situation. The man does have a family, and you do. Right? You have to think about that, Cody. Uh, what are they going through? I can't even imagine what they're going through right now, let alone, you know, what Brad's going through at the hands of the psychotic savior. I, it, it's just the whole thing is mind-blowing to me, you know,
absolutely. I mean, uh, and I mean, you heard Double J. Everything he's he's just a he is a mess of emotions right now. And I mean, you know, it's it's like a like he said, it's his brother. He's like a brother to him. Uh, but at the same time, we also have to keep in mind that look, man. You you want those three? You you hope that Team Venom pretty much kills Team ASWF. And I mean, the thing is, is if they're seeking vengeance for Bad Brad, as I've mentioned before, a man that seeks vengeance upon another should remember to dig two graves. Well, and see, and I know Deadly Dale is in the chat room, uh, chatting along with the fans and myself and you, Cody, inside of the chat room on the Facebook Live, and he's commenting. So, you know, one of the things that is almost like a key factor to this is how are they going to be able to manage the pure, raw emotion stepping into this penitentiary of pain match? You know, this is their leader. This is the guy who they look to for guidance heading into the penitentiary of pain, and now, you know, he's almost like a captured enemy of truth, uh, and it appears some ways the Suicide King and the Psychotic Savior have broken Mr. 99. Well, I mean... I mean, it's like they've got a trophy in a sense. It's uh, and I mean they've got. It's like they have a hostage, and it's like you've got to wonder what Team Venom's game plan is from here. Because I mean, without any contact from their leader, their guidance, I mean, they have essentially, unless they've been let in on the plan beforehand or the end goal, it's kind of hard to make a plan. Your leader is not there to make a plan with. You're right, you're right. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. Uh, and feel free, ladies and gentlemen, our chat board is lighting up, or our call board is lighting up, 347 If you want to get in, talk with us right here on ASWF Aftermath. Feel free. Uh, talk about anything that's going to happen this uh, this Sunday night or this Saturday night, excuse me, 7 p.m. bell time in the Valiant Arena. Oh, absolutely. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we encourage you call in, talk to us, give us your thoughts because we're just two guys giving our thoughts. Hey, give us your thoughts, too. We would love to hear from anybody what they think. Absolutely. We would love to hear what everybody in the ASWF, uh, in the ASWF fan space would, you know, retort. We want to hear your opinion on what's going on with Mr. 99%. We want to hear everything. Uh, Desley Dale says, trust me, we will be fine. I have a plan. Total devastation. 
Too bad, you know, taking it easy. Just, I suppose, mentally preparing myself for what I'm going to have to do to Steve-O inside that steel cage Saturday. First thing I got to ask, you know, we talked to Steve-O about is he mentally prepared for the fact that he may walk out of Saturday without the ASWF championship and he will not have another shot. But the question I have for you, I mean, I've seen you in the offices last week when the contracts were getting signed. And I heard you yelling at the top of your lungs, this isn't fair. I should not be defending the title in an case. This isn't right to me as the champion. Are you fully prepared to step inside of the cage Saturday night at Halloween Resurrection? I mean, it's like you heard right. It's not fair to me as the champion that he wants to do that. And he thinks by making that little stipulation that, he can never come after my title again equals me having to be put in that cage. No, it's not fair to me. But to the question of if I'm ready to be in there, I've been in cage, I've been in the cage before. I don't know if Steve-O has. I, don't, I never bothered to follow him. I never cared about the man. But me, I've been in there before, and I am perfectly ready to use whatever's at my disposal inside that cage, even the cage itself, to inflict as much pain on that man as I can to make him realize that it was a horrible idea to decide to put me in that cage with him. Well, I mean, Garnahan, there is something wrong with you because I can barely understand you. I apologize. Uh, I'm, I'm working with the, I'm working with the audio here. Uh, hopefully that made it uh, go up a little bit there. But uh, the one thing I want to know is, uh, do what's the plan heading into this match? I mean, a lot of people say that it's hard to beat somebody in multiple situations because they learn your game plan. They learn everything that you do. Are you going to change things up? Uh, keep it the same? What's the, uh, I mean, what's the I mean, uh, sorry to interrupt, Michael. I mean, what what I what I think Michael's trying to say, uh, Mr. Wolf, is uh, what what do you have? What what's going on in your head, knowing that now the champion's advantage that you once had is kind of no longer available to you in this cage match. All that matters to me is that Steve-O, whether he realizes or not, has had to is basically brought out uh, the more brutal side of me, the situation he's put me in. Yes, I don't have the champion's advantage and whatnot. All that means is that I want to see him bloody. I want to see him bruised, and I want to put him down until he can't get up, until they have to carry him out of that ring. He's never seen me as I'm going to be this Saturday. Well, that is very, 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 very 
that, that's almost confidence. And I mean, hey, Mark, in my humble opinion, ever since you've become champion, you have become more confident than ever. And I guess uh, that it's a little boosting confidence knowing that you beat Steve-O once. Well, yes, it's confidence. Five months. I've held the ASWF heavyweight title for pretty much five months. And as I've said multiple times, I've gone through everyone they have continued to send through me. They're underdogs, their savior, even their little surprise of Mike Anthony. I took each one of them down. And Steve-O, again, is going to be no different. Like you said, I've already taken him out once. He wants to say that he knows my game plan. I know Steve-O well enough, and the man rarely changes. He thinks he's going to psych me out, that, he, that I need to, you know, pray to God because my ass is his. No, no, Steve-O, you need to do the – do yeah i'm sorry it has taken me too much all i can't do anything but imagine getting my hands around steve-o's neck and wringing it well i mean whoops go ahead michael is you know i asked steve-o the opposite question how will you be able to move forward knowing that potentially Saturday night you could walk out of the Valiant Arena without the ASWF championship. That's never going to be in my mind. The only thing ever on my mind is victory. Because I'm like Steve-O. I always have my eye on the prize. I'm not thinking about what those idiot fans think about, you know, am I doing the right thing for them? Am I making them proud? Are they going to like me? No. I intend to keep my title by any means necessary. Whatever I have to use, I intend to use. Well, Mark, I mean, should we expect to see a change in your actual game plan then, given now you were you were pretty much what you said earlier, a, a caged animal in a sense. So, I mean, so – I mean, what I'm asking is, should we expect to see a change in your game plan at this stage? Well, now, see, that that's – I'll give you that. That's a decent question. But here, uh, let me uh, pose a question to you. Why, with the possibility of Steve-O listening, why should I give my game plan out to him, to you, to any of those fans? I mean, thinking strategically, I mean, if you gave a game plan out – you can always say, hey, that game plan was a ruse. I mean, that's thinking strategically, though. And there are some fans that don't want to see you win. And, I mean, that is just – that is non-biased. That is – I mean, but, I mean, I, I just got to know, do, do we need – are we going to expect a different Mark Wolf? going into this cage match at Halloween Resurrection. Oh, yes. I I haven't been the same Mark Wolf in a while. They haven't seen the one who was the misfit, the one who was the lost soul. They haven't seen that Mark in a long time. And so, like you said, Steven wants to put me in a cage, put me as a caged animal. That's what he's going to get. Well, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. 
what's going to happen this Saturday night. What is the uh, overall vision you have of what's going to happen in this case? Carnahan, again, you need to figure out what's going on because I can barely understand you and you keep cutting in and out on me. I'm taking time out of my day to, you know, address you, address these fans. least you can do is, you know, make it where I can understand you. Is that is that better? Can you hear me now? There we go. Now I can now I can understand you. Good man. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank thank you very much. We had a little bit of issues with the one of the inputs here on the board. It, it I guess it uh, may have blown a fuse. But what I was saying, uh, do you? What is the vision you have in your head? If everything goes perfect according to game plan, what is the vision? How do you beat? Stevo this Saturday night inside of the cage. How do I beat Stevo? I beat him the same way I've done it in the past. I almost have to do nothing. It is in his own head. He thinks he knows what's going on. He thinks he can get into my head. But, you know, with what little brain he has, he's nothing compared to what I've had to deal with. In a perfect world, he thinks he's going to win. He's going to get all those fans rallied. He's going to have them cheering his name, wanting him to beat me so badly that I can't get up and that I can't retain that title. But that's when it's going to be all the sweeter, when they realize, again, that their hero was nothing. That's why I said he's going to die a hero. Steve-O doesn't have it in him to become anything like a villain. So he's going to die a hero, and then I'm going to enjoy watching as those fans turn on him, realizing that all that enthusiasm they had, all that they gave him, all the, you know, all that they did to help him win was for nothing. And I want to see that dejected look in his face as he realizes that I was right and he has nothing else to going on in his life. Well, that's pretty much uh Pretty much going to put a bow on it for me. Cody, do you have anything else for the champ? I know you're super busy, so I'll pass it on to Cody. Oh, uh, Michael, not that I know of. I Hey, I think we've taken up enough of the champ's time as it is. He was gracious enough to grant it to us. So, Mark, we appreciate you coming on the show. If there's any other comments you would like to make or, uh, you know, feel free. Nope, I think I've said enough. No matter what those fans think, no matter what they want to type with their pudgy little fingers into that chat room and everything else, it doesn't matter. So I hope they enjoy watching what I do to their hero, and uh, I'm gone. The champ is going to enjoy his night. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the ASWF champion. One has to wonder for how much longer, and apparently I'm a little bit more crystal clear uh, coming in here. One thing I want to say, what's going on inside of the uh, Facebook Live, uh, we are giving away two tickets right here on this broadcast tonight. You have to be watching. You have to call in 347-989-1171 when we give you the, uh, the trivia question for two free tickets. And $10 to the snack, down, the snack Down Snack Bar. Once again, say that two times fast. But uh, to be present to win, you have to call in 347-989-1171. So I do want to correct that. Stay tuned. We're probably about 
14, 15, 16 minutes away from giving away the question. Uh, but Cody, definitely a confident champ uh, heading into ASWF Halloween Resurrection. You know, both competitors, you don't expect anything less from either of them. They're both high-level, intense, you know, alpha males. And they are going to, you know, absolutely go to war inside of this steel cage come Saturday night at uh, ASWF Halloween Resurrection. We usually save our predictions for the uh, next hour when we have Alex on. But I will say this, uh, Cody, what do you expect? Giving us who you think is going to win, what do you expect is going to happen inside of this cage come Saturday night. Well, I mean, my prediction, I mean, uh, I mean, I will say Mark Wolf has been on a, been on a hot streak as far as, uh, uh, as winning matches where it counts. But I mean, Steve-O, he's got the advantage of, of, uh, of, uh, hindsight. And that was his last match with Mark Wolf as does Mark Wolf. But now that Mark Wolf has no longer has the championship advantage, in my personal opinion, I think uh I think Steve O has a good chance of winning this match and taking it home. Do uh hope that Steve O is eligible and will uh be able to pull out the victory this Saturday night, as do a lot of the fans heading into the uh, Valiant Arena Saturday night. They all want to see this happen. Now, there is a little bit of a difference between the rules, so I want to go over it just in case there is confusion between the main event and the ASWF Championship match. The ASWF Championship match can be won by either pinfall, submission, or escape in the cage. The main event, which we will go into more detail, but the main event be uh, contested inside of the penitentiary of pain. The only way to win that is to have all three of your team members escape the penitentiary and both feet will hit the floor. Uh, And absolutely, and I mean... As Michael said, we'll get into it a little bit later. There is going to be a distinct difference in both matches. Uh, but needless to say, you did hear that correct, ladies and gentlemen. You are not getting one cage match. You are getting two cage matches. And the thing is, even with one cage match, it's going to have a little grit and grime. And now with two, man... I can't even imagine. I mean, not even the biggest companies do several cage matches in a night anymore. So, ladies and gentlemen, come down, come out to the show at Saturday, 201 Highway 367 North, Tuckerman, Arkansas. Doors open at 530. Show starts at 6. We encourage you, come be a part of the show. Let's Let's see. Who's going to be the best people that night? Who the winners that night are? Who's going to lose that night? Ladies and gentlemen, 
one thing that I did notice on the Facebook is uh, the ASWF Facebook, and I was kind of let in on a little bit, was if you have a child that is 13 or under and they come in with a costume, I believe you get that person gets in for a dollar, correct? If they're between that 13 is, and... That is correct. And and, I do want to let everybody know, once again, the call-in number for here for Aftermath for the tickets or to call in and speak with us, 347 989 That is the uh, That is the number to call in. And uh, speak with us right here. You can talk about anything to do with Halloween Resurrection. Or you guys can, uh, you know, answer our question. We will actually be doing that question here coming up in exactly nine minutes. Right before we go to break, we're going to release the question. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to go ahead and take our first call. And, you know, the person who wins you have to have not won a contest with the ASWF in the past year. Uh, but other than that, if you call in 347-989-1171 and you have the correct answer to our trivia question, you guys uh, you guys have the potential, or you guys will win two free tickets and $10 to the Snackdown Snack Bar if you're the first one with the correct answer. Uh, Cody, I, I believe you actually said that you want to win this thing, but uh, I don't believe you're eligible. You're kind of somewhat an employee at this point. Well, dang. I mean, hey, look, that disqualifies me from it. Hey, as a fan, I don't mind paying for my ticket or the great food they serve there at the Snackdown Snack Bar. But I will, but I will say this: I encourage everybody else, hey, to participate. And I mean, hey, thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you've got somebody that's never even watched a wrestling show before, hey, call in, win this contest. Then you and that friend, y'all got, y'all got your tickets paid for. And you get five bucks a piece to the snack bar. I mean, that's kind of not a bad deal. That that absolutely is not a bad deal at all. But it looks like we do have somebody in the uh, in the call log, so we're gonna go ahead and go to them. Uh, caller, can you hear us? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is ASWF aftermath. Welcome. What's on your mind? Can you hear me? Yes, yes sir. sir, we can. How are y'all? Uh, we're doing pretty good, sir. And yourself? Oh, I'm doing good. Just listening to what matches y'all got going on Saturday. Yep. We have, well, uh, I'll go ahead and go over it for you. We have the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. We have a casket match for the ASWF Evolution title. Uh, we have the tag team title match. Max Stone is going to have to find a partner to defend the titles against the Vincent brothers. Uh, we have a steel cage match for the ASWF championship between Devo 
and Mark Wolf, and of course the Penitentiary of Pain match between Team ASWF and uh, Team 99%. Who do we have on the line? Uh, this is Michael Dew. Okay. Well, Michael, nice to uh, nice to meet you. Well, again, want to welcome you back to ASWF Aftermath. Anything in particular as far as the card you want to address? Um, no, I, I noticed online y'all said the show starts at 6. The show starts at 7, correct? Yes, yes. The show starts at 7. The doors open at 5.30. Okay, all right. I just wanted to maybe correct y'all on that because y'all, y'all said on the Facebook Live that it, the doors open at 5.30 and the show starts at 6. I didn't want anybody to get any confusion going on. Okay, yeah, absolutely. The show does start at uh, 7 p.m. Well, is there anything else that uh, we can uh, speak with you about tonight here, Mike, about uh, Halloween Resurrection? No, I look forward to coming and watching you all, though. Okay, we we certainly look forward to seeing you. Uh, Cody, you have anything for Michael? Just, uh, just one very important question, Michael. Yes, Who sir. do you want to win, Team Bad Brad or Team ASWF? Uh, team ASWF. Well, hey, I think you made a. I think that was an excellent choice on on that answer. Um, I mean. In the long run, uh, what match are you most looking forward to? That one I haven't quite figured out. Maybe the cage match. Uh, uh, hey man, I hey even me, I, I'm having a hard time trying to figure out which match I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, I'm pretty sure even you can agree this is a very loaded card. Yes, it is. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing you there this uh, Saturday night, live from the Valiant Arena. Mr. Michael, thank you for calling in to ASWF Aftermath once again as we get ready to uh, give away these tickets in just three minutes. 347-989-1171 to be a part of this contest. I'm going to ask a question. You guys are going to call in and give your best guess. After the commercial break, we'll take our first call, and we will um, we will see who is going to win these two free tickets and $10 to the Snack Down Bar located right there at the Value Arena. This is your last chance to win two free tickets. Also, want to go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, – want to go ahead and talk a little bit about something we haven't mentioned uh we have the uh, we have the costume contest coming up at the intermission uh this saturday night i want to encourage everybody especially like you said cody earlier you mentioned that um you mentioned that you know kids 13 and under get in for one dollar whenever they're wearing their costumes not only that, you get to enter the costume contest, and I believe the prize is still to be named. Oh, absolutely. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, hey, 
look, this is going to be a great night for wrestling. This is a great night for everybody. It's Halloween. Dress up. Participate. You don't even have to be a kid to dress up in costume. Hey, you know what? Even the adults, when y'all participate in stuff like this, it just makes it that much more joyous for everybody else. So I would like to encourage everybody to join in and join us this Saturday night at the Valiant Arena. You're absolutely right. I cannot wait until Halloween Resurrection. But, Cody, we got about a minute and a half until the break. So we're going to go ahead and talk about this question. Uh, I'm ready to go ahead and release it. To get the correct answer, you have to call in 347-989-1171. Once again, the only way to win the contest, call in 347-989-1171, and the call lines will be open during the break. We will take our first caller as soon as we come back from commercial break. But here's the question that's on the, that is going to win you the tickets if you have the answer. The Undertaker debuted in 1990 at Survivor Series. Who was the original manager of the Dead Man? If you can call in and give me that answer at 347-989-1171. Here, live on the air, as soon as we come back from break, we will go ahead and give you two free tickets and $10 to the Snackdown Snack Bar. We will be back in just a moment with more ASWF Aftermath. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at sub Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at sub Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. sub Vapors. Vape it like you built it. Riding through this world all alone. God takes your soul. You're on your own. 
The crow flies straight A perfect line On the devil's bed Until you die And we're back. Cody, are you ready to give away two free tickets to Halloween Resurrection? Well, hey, personally, I don't know if I have the authority to give them away, but hey, call us, call in with your answer, what y'all got. Well, here we go. We'll go to our first caller. Caller, who is this? And welcome to ASWF Aftermath. Hello? Hello, can you hear us? I can. Okay, welcome to ASWF Aftermath. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? This is Tanya Couch. Okay, well, Tanya, do you have an answer to our question as to who was the original manager of The Undertaker at Survivor Series 1990? Was it Brother Love? That is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Miss Tanya Couch, go ahead and message the ASWF Wrestling Inbox. Give a give them your uh, name and address, and make sure to bring a valid dr- uh, state issued ID to the Valiant Arena, and you'll be getting in for free coming up here uh, this Saturday night, as well as get ten free dollars to the Snackdown Snack Bar located there in the Valiant Arena. So, congratulations! What match are you looking forward to most coming up Saturday night at Halloween Resurrection? Um, the one. Team ASWS and 99.9%. Okay. Who do you think's going to win? I'm hoping ASWF. Well, we certainly hope that uh, Team ASWF does manage to pull out the victory. What do you make of this whole situation with uh, Bad Brad and uh, the situation with the Suicide King? What do you make of all that? Um... I have no idea. I really can't stand bad Brad. Well, I certainly do. Uh, I certainly do know a lot of people share that sentiment uh, inside of the Valley Arena. So hopefully everything will be uh, will be good to go coming up this Saturday night. But congratulations on winning those two tickets, and we hope you have a great time Saturday night, Tanya. Thank you. You too. Absolutely. Hope to see you there. Well, Cody, we gave away two tickets to the $10 to the Snackdown Snack Bar, and I said it right that time, the Snackdown Snack Bar. Uh, congratulations to Miss Couch. Uh, first call, first first call, and was able to get that. But, uh, Cody, I'm not sure if you're looking at the chat feed here in the live stream of ASWF Aftermath, but... Another creepy message from Mr. 99%'s account just popped up. It says, how many lives do you need to live before you find someone worth dying for? Uh, Brad, I am watching this live feed as it goes, and I mean, questions like that only 
they only thicken the plot even more. And I mean, I mean, with the psychotic savior and the suicide king, I don't know who wrote that. Or, ladies and gentlemen, for all we know, they could be forcing Bad Brad to type it himself. I mean, you never know. You're you're absolutely right. You never do know. That that's the scary part. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about. You know, we've talked about the main event. We've talked about the. Uh, ASWF Championship match. Let's talk a little bit about the Evolution Championship match. Asa Morta getting ready to step inside of a casket match with the main event Curtis Dawn, and <laughs> it's going to be one of the most highly anticipated Evolution Championship matches in recent memory. These two are going to literally stick, put it all on the line. Uh, you know, you saw what the Suicide King had to do to beat the Mistress of Mayhem. What's it going to take this Saturday night if Curtis Dawn wants to not only beat Asa Morda, but almost in effect bury her and, you know, give her her last ride, so to speak? Well, I mean... Michael, to be honest, I mean, this is a new threat that not even Asa Morta has faced yet in the likes of Curtis Dawn. You had you had the Suicide King Ray Ray who would do anything to win that match. And now you've got a guy like Curtis Dawn who is a powerhouse in his own right. I mean, this guy has been nothing short of dominant since he stepped into the ASWF. Um and you are right. You, I mean, to pull a, to kind of pull something from the Suicide King, the match really is, you got to kill me before you beat me kind of situation. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the thing. You are going to literally have to render the Mistress of Mayhem completely ineffective. Uh, and, you know, we have uh, Erica in the chat room said Asa Mortar is going to show the main event the way. Uh, you know, that's the sentiment amongst a lot of the fans. Obviously, obviously, they want to see Asa Morta continue her reign atop the ASWF Evolution division. But here's the thing, you know, and this is the last ASWF aftermath before Halloween Resurrection. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, who can Curtis Dawn's can Curtis Dawn's momentum be stopped? It's crazy to me the the the, the momentum streak this man's been on, and Asa Morta has literally got to fight not only Curtis Dawn, who's going to go in with the weight and the strength advantage. But he's got to fight the mo, or she's excuse me, she's got to fight the momentum of him as well. It it almost seems like it could be too much. I I gotta give I gotta give it up to him. And yes, Tanya, I did say your name and your address to the ASWF inbox, 
And don't forget this Saturday night to all of our winners to make sure to bring a state-issued identification card, whether it be a driver's license or just an ID. Absolutely, Michael, because here's the deal. Anybody can say they're anybody, but you got to have the proof for it. And ladies and gentlemen, whether or not you won a contest or not, we'd still love to encourage you to come out. Uh, like I said, the subject we're on now, we're in a casket match where, kind of like Michael said, for those listening and those just joining us, the most the most simple way to say it, you have to incapacitate your opponent enough to get them into the casket and shut the lid completely. Right. You've essentially got to you essentially got to render them completely useless. Uh, they're going to have to be literally knocked out cold enough to throw. Think about what Asa, think about what Asa, what state she was in when she was thrown in the casket at the last show. She was completely out cold. Her knee was gone. It's one of those things that, um, it's one of those things that the, sh- you're going to have to literally incapacitate your opponent to be able to get them inside of this casket and shut the shut the uh, lid. Uh, and that's the thing. I, I hesitate to wonder, can Asa render the main event Curtis Don that much obsolete? I, and I know that's not exactly English, but that obsolete that he would be able, he would not be able to fight off being shoved, stuffed inside of a casket. But at the same time, it's hard to bet against Morta because she has been so dominant ever since winning that ASWF Evolution Championship. We've never seen the ASWF Championship defended, you know, by somebody as dominant as Asa Morta. Absolutely, Michael, and the one thing we can say that we have not seen Curtis do yet, but we've seen Asa Morta do, and that's survived the wrath of the Suicide King himself. So I think she has just a little bit of momentum on her side as far as bragging rights to going into the match. Well, I do want to mention, I do want to interject a little bit of uh, information here. Uh I will do want to say that everybody who's won a ticket this week to Halloween Resurrection, I want to make sure you guys know these tickets are not transferable. They are only for the ASWF Halloween Resurrection. So if you guys can't make it to the show, let us know. But uh, with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Max Stone has to find a tag team partner. And that's not necessarily even the most important part of this. Max Stone not only has to find a tag team partner, but he has to mesh with that tag team partner as he's going to go up against the experienced tag team. Two guys that have been with each other their whole lives for the ASWF Tag Team Championship as the Vincents will challenge Max Stone and a mystery partner this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. Eight. 
I tell you, the the writing is on the wall almost here a little bit, and you've got to favor the Vincents in this situation. Um, yeah, Michael, I can say the Vincents they've got the uh, they've got the team and the time aspect down as far as time teaming up and having a partner and having that advantage. But the thing is, we've seen Max Stone defend these tag team titles by himself. I mean. Oh, hey, they said he had to have a partner. They didn't mention he had to use that partner in any way. So for all we know, he could have a partner and just have them stand in their corner and do nothing and him do all the work. And yeah, I mean, you're right about that. So, I mean, you, you never know. We may, we may see the tag titles change hands or we may see Max Stone successfully defend them. Well, and see, that's the thing about it. You know, Max Stone may be able to successfully defend the tag team titles, or, you know, the Vincents could walk out with the titles. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that now that the ASWF uh, has ordered him to defend the tag team titles in this type of match. The thing is, Max literally has any and every opportunity in the world to win the to defend the tag team titles. This is a guy who went it alone against not only the Vincents, but another top tier tag team in uh, the Mercury brothers, lethal injection. And he managed to come out on the other side victorious. So do not count Max stone out. My thing is this. I feel like the other part, the partner may become a detriment more than a help in this case because Max knows what he wants to do. Can the can he get the other person on board with the game plan? And that is and Michael, that is the one thing we're all curious about is can they form a game plan? I mean, the thing is Max has had uh, a couple a couple weeks to, to look for a partner and he's got everywhere far and wide to look for him. But I mean, in the end, I think I'm, I'm rooting uh, for Max in this one. I mean, he's got the disadvantage. Well, it's definitely going to be interesting, and we are going to give a, give our picks here in just a moment for every match, and we're going to go over every match one more time before we get off the air here with our uh, resident super fan, and he has actually just called in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Alex is, without further ado, going to make his Facebook Live debut, and he's going to make his uh, Talk Radio 49 weekly appearance or uh Every show appearance, I guess I should say. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Can you hear me today? Yes? We can hear you. And you're on Facebook Live at the same time. How about that? No, my voice is on the Facebook Live, not, not, not my face. My face is too pretty to see on the Facebook Live. But my voice, it is beautiful and magnificent, and it is here for you. Yes? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Alex. And... We're certainly glad to hear that voice again this week as uh, as we get ready for Halloween Resurrection. Tell me, before oh, we yes. get into the card, do I? I was just going to say, that is true, because Alex equals ratings. Yes, 
More people listen when the Alex is on the air. Yes, because I am amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> I, I, I must say, hey, hey. I must say that the the viewership has jumped up since you came on, Alex. I know, and the, my goal is to make you laugh so hard that you cannot even talk. Because I would rather talk to Cody. Because Cody, I don't like him very much, but I would talk to him before I talk to you, Banana Hat. It'd be okay though. Everything is all right. Yes. Yeah, a- absolutely, Cody? Alex. I mean, I mean that Alex equals ratings. I could see that on a shirt now. What would you think if uh, Michael could pull some strings at ASWF behind the scenes and see if we couldn't make get those shirts made and uh, oh, see if we couldn't get you some royalty off of it? You would not be able to afford the amount of shirts that would be sold. That would be amazing, yes? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I would buy one. I would buy one myself, but anyway, that's just me. let us go on to show. Shut up, Cody. Michael, banana hands, you'll talk now. <laughs> well, Alex, before we go on to the show, I want to get your thoughts on the video that dropped uh, earlier today on the ASWS Facebook. Uh, oh. I ran into the Suicide King last night, and it, things got quite creepy. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if some, what is going on with that guy. I mean, he is, his mind has left him. He is, um, what is word? He has gone crazy. You know, and keep it. That is that is a a a a offense or whatever. You know, because I mean, he has guy kidnapped in locker or storage or whatever that place is. Understand? Why can no one come help him? It is insane. But it's okay though, because he can just stay there. Because I don't like that shaved Sasquatch guy. Okay, I don't like him. But he's still not right. I mean, that's really? the process, Alex. Oh, I know. It's not to, to, to process or whatever you say. Because, I mean, there, is, there was blood or something all over his shirt, and he was tied up. And uh, Oh, my goodness. I just I don't even want to talk about it. I got cold chills when I was talking about it just then. Right. I I mean, I certainly do see what you're saying. And I was the one that was there, Alex. I I didn't even sleep well. Uh, It's crazy uh, to me that, you know, what's going on? You know, you saw the video, Alex. I asked Bad Brad, is he fine? And, you know, he answered in the affirmative, but I, I tell you, it was almost like the lights are on, but nobody's home, Alex. Well, I don't know because I was trying to watch on my crappy phone, and the sound would not work for me. Not what you did, but because of my phone. But I got to visually see what was going on. And I I made up my own dialogue, and, and Brad has a very foul mouth. At least in my mind, he does. But it's okay, though. You know, it'd be all right. Well, Michael Dew just said uh, in the chat room, I wonder if they would let me be the mystery partner. I'm assuming he's uh, talking about for uh, Max Stone. Uh, Mike, you, I, I don't believe that Max is personally looking for, you know, somebody. I'm sure he's probably found his partner, but hey, message hey, Max Stone hey, on Facebook. Hey, 
Michael. Here's the deal. Michael, or Michael Dew, not Michael Banana Hands. Michael well, Dew, I mean... Hands. Oh, yes. Well, Everybody on Facebook Michael, Live can see I don't have banana hands. No, but at Halloween you are going to be a banana. I know it. I know in my heart you will be banana. Yes? It'll yes? be peanut butter jelly time by then. Oh, my... What? What is... What is uh, don't even try to explain to me. I don't understand the reference. But go ahead, Michael. I apologize. Go ahead. Just for you, Alex, yes, I will be a banana. But actually, Michael, Ooh. one thing that I do want to mention to you, Mr. Dew, is if you are interested in stepping in competition, the ASWF Training Academy is the perfect place for you to make that dream come true. You want to uh, message oh, yeah. Sarah? Uh, do what, Alex? No, I was agreeing with you about the training academy. I personally yes, yes. went. I went through a training session. Now I will admit, I am not. I am not built for this stuff. You know, I almost died because I could not breathe. But I know for a fact that if you have the heart and the passion to do it, that is the way to do it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That is the way. And that, you know, follow your passion like the Vincents did or D Mike. You see where D Mike is now? And, well, I mean, I'm not quite sure I'd want to be in D Mike's shoes right now as he's got to step into the penitentiary of pain, Alex. Oh, we will get into that in a little bit. Let us continue with what we were talking about a while ago. Yes, let's go ahead and get things started as we uh, start our in-depth analysis of the card and give our predictions of what's going to happen. And you start off with the golden ticket. Uh, The golden ticket battle roll, literally, uh, pamphlets and everything, invitations have been sent out throughout the country. The greatest professional wrestlers throughout the country are making their way to the Valiant Arena for a shot at this golden ticket this Saturday night. It's hard to handicap this thing because there is literally so many variables inside of this matchup. But, Alex, what do you think about this thing? Well, see, it is hard, it is hard to, to uh, describe and figure out uh, who will win this because there is so many, so many options or whatever that, that – you don't know who will be there and who won't be there. I know for a fact that I heard that pretty much everyone on the the roster, now this is insider information, yes, that everyone on the roster that is not involved in heavyweight titles will more than likely be in match. And I will tell you now, if he is in the match, my pick, this is Alex, number one super fan pick, Curtis Dawn. Main event guy, mainly because when they go to throw him out, his belly will probably get stuck on top rope. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I am funny, yes. That's definitely a good well, pick, Alex. <laughs> Cody? Uh, well, me, I mean, hey, Alex kind of stole my pick there, so if I'm... I mean, not saying it's a crime to have the same opinion, but I, I want to have a little fun with this. If I'm going to make my pick, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to go with uh, one of the Vincent brothers. 
No, no, I don't think so. I, I'm not trying to be mean or nothing. I I don't think that that will happen. I mean, well, I'll tell, mix, I'll tell know, you, gentlemen, what. I'll tell you, gentlemen, what. I I believe you're both wrong. And I know this isn't going to be popular, especially I might start getting hate mail in the comments section over here on Facebook Live. But my pick for the next Mr. Golden Ticket is Insane Shang. I believe he is Ooh. going to take the next step uh, in his is career. Is he even old enough to wrestle? Yes, he looks like 12-year-old with the, the, the tattoo sleeves from the dollar store. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I mean, that is that is going to be insane change Halloween costume. He is going to come as an adult. <laughs> is he going to wear the suit and have a briefcase like he's going to a job and everything? No, he's Alex? just going to come like grown man. He's going to come dressed like Michael Carnahan. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be good. <laughs> oh, that would not be good. Nobody wants to be Michael Carnahan. Not even no, well, he could win the, wants to be Michael Carnahan. He could win the contest Heck. for the scariest costume. We are That's getting true. off track here. We are That's getting true. off That's track. True. Well, uh, we let's go ahead and go. Well, let's go ahead and go next to what I believe could be our first title change of the night. The Evolution Championship on the line in a casket match. And, you know, I alluded to it when I said it. I, I believe that this could be the end for the Mistress of Mayhem. Curtis Don, I believe, will uh, prove that Asa, as he says, is just a figment of her own imagination. You said this may be first title change of night. You have no faith in the Mistress of Mayhem. I like how you say that when you say that. Because you, you'll say it about 811 billion times instead of saying her name. Okay. I, I am getting off subject here. But here is the thing. This woman has went through... Oh, I, I, I don't want to say certain words because we are on the, the, the Facebook Live and, the, and the, the podcast, so I will keep it centered. But she has gone through a lot. There we go. A lot to be a two-time evolution champion. And both times, she beat one of the most sadistic men in ASWF to take that title. So I believe, Mr. Banana Hands, that you are underestimating her ability. Because Curtis Don, yes, he's very good. He is very good. But I don't think on this night, he will be good enough. Cody, how do you handicap the casket match? Who's get who's going to take the uh, long nap, so to speak? Well, Michael, I got to go with my pick, my girl Asa Morta. She is uh, she is a bad, bad chick, and an inspiration to a lot of the little girls in the crowd. Oh yes, very and. Much. Um, and, I mean, I've got to go with my pick there. Not to discredit Curtis Don for anything, but Asa, she is one where it, where it counts the most. Well, Absolutely. Asa Morta has... You're drunk. No, leave my pig alone. 
I told you, go. don't make me kick your cow. Go home. You're drunk again. Stupid weirdo. Sorry about that. You're fine. I want to uh, address some. Uh, I want to address some comments inside of the comments section. Uh, Michael Dew says that Asa Morda wins the casket match. Uh, Will Gloria that says, "Come on, good. bro, give it up." Said, "Come on, give it up." Brad is dead, son. But B Rad has ceased to exit. Sorry, Jonesy. Obviously. Uh, Directed at the infamous one, uh, I saw Mister Ninety Nine Percent last night. Uh, he's he's still alive. I not quite sure how, but he's still alive. And then, of course, Michael Dew says uh, ASWF wins uh, the Penitentiary of Pain match. But we'll get to that one in just a moment. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the tag team title match. Uh, this is another one, I believe that the titles are in jeopardy. And I actually will say that this is the time that the Vincents will break through the glass ceiling and the Vincents will, it'll be their night in the sun this Saturday night as they become ASWF tag team champions. I am, I am kind of on fence here for that one. Number one, Wilbur pissed me off. He tried to kick my pig again. <laughs> But that is besides the point. Number two, the Vincents are good as a, a what is word I am looking for, a unit or whatever. They, are, they work together very well. But I do not think that they can overcome the, 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 the ego and arrogance of, of the Max Stone. This guy, his head is so swollen with the with the opinions of himself that that he believes he is the as he says greatest gym known to man or whatever something like that but he believes this and that belief will keep him in the direction that he is going so i it does not even matter who honestly he could Max Stone could pick me as his tag partner and still walk out with those belts, I believe. Well, I do want to. He said no. I do want to say, Alex, that you do have a lot of backup inside of the comments section here on Facebook Live. Michael Dew and uh, Will Gloria both on uh, Team Max Stone, greatest gym known to man. Cody, where do you sit on this thing? Well, Michael, to correct you earlier. I'm trying to make sense of the comment you made. Well, the Vincent brothers, they're going to have their night in the sun because, you know, the moon's well, out it's at night, in the night anyway. But it's just an expression. Um, yeah, I never heard it before, but we'll, we'll go ahead. And, uh, you know, what? I'm going to have to put my money on Max Stone on this. I mean, just look at him two, two weeks ago. I mean, he survived two other tag teams. That is because teams. what I said made sense. Yes? <laughs> That was good. Absolutely. It is definitely not because you rubbed some greatness off on me. Not that at all. Uh-huh. That, 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 you better watch how you say this. this. There might be children watching. Watch your mouth, young man. All I'm saying is I think that, uh, I think that uh, there was a contract, and he must sing the praises of Max Stone. 
uh, every time he comes on the broadcast. But, ladies and gentlemen, we actually have a caller, Alex, calling in. Oh, uh, caller, welcome. Caller, welcome to ASWF Aftermath. How are you doing tonight? This isn't just your regular caller, Michael. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, oh it's the greatest Jim himself. How you doing, Max? First of all, Michael should just do what he's supposed to do, like he always do, and introduce me the way that Michael's supposed to introduce me, and then we can get this thing on a roll. I apologize, yeah, Max. I was. That, Michael. I've well, got to fire my. Beat you up. I've got to fire my fire my call screener. But ladies and gentlemen, this is. The ASWF Tag Team Champion, the greatest gym known to man, Max Stone. Michael, are you not your own call screener? You're going to fire yourself? What is wrong with you, man? I feel kind of bad for you, Michael. I really do, because you you choose to pick the wrong side. It's like you you just don't understand. You don't understand what goes on. You, You don't understand the plan. You don't get it, Michael. So you choose to go against the grain, but it's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I understand. But you know how you. Well, Max. Uh, first thing I want to address is there is actually somebody inside of the chat room, one of the fans, that says that he wants to uh, team up with you. He'll be your partner. I told him obviously I refer, referred him to the training center, but uh, I did I did let him know for you, Michael. But Max, I tell you the key factor I believe in this one, and the reason why I'm picking the Vincents is because you have such a short time to mesh with your tag team partner, whereas the Vincents have been together for literally their whole lives. I, I feel like your tag team partner could be your undoing. Michael, Mike, if you know me coming on your podcast for these past months, you know that this is just a business. And you know, if I find a partner, he's going to be like-minded business-wise. So there's no... Max, did you fade out? Mr. Stone, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I, I know he was breaking up there a little bit. I, th- I think Michael, we you, did. Uh, you probably pissed him off. Michael, you probably made him mad because you did not pick him. I, I may have made him mad. I do I do encourage him to call back in, uh, 347-989-1171. Uh, you know, I, I didn't mean to make him mad. Uh, that's the thing. And you would think no, if anybody my... would make him mad, it would be me, because I am mad at him, because he would not pick me for his tag partner. I wanted to be tag team champion, but he said, no, you are not good enough. You do not know how to wrestle, blah, 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 blah. I don't like him right now, but I still pick him. Well, you know, that's the thing, Alex, that I, that is going to be the key factor to me. Honestly, that is the X factor is – he doesn't really have enough time to mesh with his opponent or his tag team partner. But like he said, you know, he did make a good point. Is he going to pick somebody that isn't, you know, like-minded like himself? 
Mary, I believe we have uh, Mr. Stone back once again, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest gym known to man, Mr. Max Stone. Max, uh, it seemed like you were kind of fading out a little bit. First of all, Michael, that was very rude of you. That was very rude of you to cut me off and sit me off like that. That Very rude. I am, I'm shocked. But it's okay. It's okay. Alex. I'm I'm going to step away from this one before Max comes after me. Alex, would you like to address the greatest gym known to man? Mr. Stone, I have questions. I am in I am a reporter right now, journalist or whatever you want to call. May we have some kind of insight on who you may have in your corner with you? I appreciate the question. Always a pleasure to hear you, but this, this partner is no big secret. Like you should know, it's things that you should know. It's like day and night things you should know. Like you know you're gonna fall asleep. You know you you, you know you know you're gonna wake up. It's like I'll wake you. You're cutting up. There you are. Can can you not hear me? Am I am I fading out again? It was cracking up for a second, but now you are good. So you are not. Well, you won't, give, you won't give us I any hints. But in, but my partner, my partner is is not need to be announced because whoever I get to be my partner will will have to just sit there and tag in and out when I need to catch my breath. Like he can have an easy night off because the Vincents are. Or my thing. See, they stuck their nose in the wrong place too many times. They called me out and they called me cheap. This time, there would be no cheap tactic. This time, it would be business. Well, I have quite another question. Do you have any concerns going into match with, with the the Vincent boys. I mean, do you have any concerns that there may be a chance that they may beat you? I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. I have concerns about every opponent, but that doesn't mean I'm weak-minded enough to think to beat me. But, yeah, I couldn't make a mistake. I couldn't make a mistake. On an easy night, I could make a mistake, and I could lose. But those are the that I'm practicing not to make. I'm preparing not to make any mistakes. I'm preparing to be the greatest gym known to man. Oh, Cody, do you have anything? Uh, yeah, Max. Um, now well, that you are, um, you have opportunity to suck up more. Well, I mean, Max, um, I'll have to get with you later and ask you how much you charge for, to rub a little more greatness off on me. My partner's been a little bit envious, so I would like to buy him a little of that greatness. But, um, you know, he's we pretty much asked you what your game plan is going into this match. I mean, any big plans should you win the match? The, the game plan is the same, Cody. The game plan always stays the same. You don't change it 
unless it's broken. And then when it's broken, you just tweak it. You don't change it fully. So I lost my partner. I lost my manager. I tweaked game plan. I intensify the effect. Well, I mean, uh, are you going to have any big celebration or anything like that? I don't celebrate, Cody. I'm, this is business. There's no need to celebrate. I'm not that type of man, Cody. Come on. Well, here's the thing, uh, Cody. If if the Max Stone did celebrate, he would not tell you because he would not invite you to his party. <laughs> that was funny. I am a good funny guy. Hey, well, we both know Alex, he's not inviting Michael Alex, to the Alex, party. You, you, you right. You right about that, Alex. If I have a party, would come to my party but myself? I would throw the party of a lifetime by myself, and would nobody know but me because I don't need no one to help me be the greatest. Well. Michael, do you have any questions for the greatest gem known to man? Tread lightly, Michael. Tread very lightly. You already cut me off air. Tread very lightly. Well, I, I actually I actually do not uh, have anything left for uh, Max, I believe. I believe he actually answered just about everything that I had as far as questions go. You know, definitely, Max, I want to say good luck to you this uh, Saturday night. Uh, I know uh, you could definitely – this thing is going to be close. Uh, You know, and it was hard for me to pick a winner. So it'll definitely be a fun matchup to watch uh, this Saturday night. But, you know – I will certainly let you go and get back to uh, get back to preparing. All right, thank you, Michael. And uh, next time, don't cut me off air, Michael. I apologize, man. Yes, do not do that, Michael. That is not nice to to the stone guy. I apologize, and I do I do also want to take a moment to apologize to everybody there on the Facebook Live. I had to plug in my phone. Uh, so, so it could charge so you could continue to watch us live there on Facebook. But, uh, you know, Max made a couple good points. Um, but I still stand by the fact that I believe that the Vincents will pull out the victory this Saturday night. How about this one? The House of Horrors match. Uh, four pumpkins around the ring. You know, I call it ASWS version of trick or treat, and everything is a uh, trick, so to speak. Uh, you know, they're all all res- all filled with weapons, a different weapon in each of uh, these plastic pumpkins. I'm gonna go ahead and say this thing is right up the alley of the unhinged Will Cage. Uh, chaos, uh, you know, pain, and that's exactly what he said oh, he's gonna yeah. bring this Saturday night. Oh, yes, I completely agree. It is right up his alley, because in these pumpkin thingies, you don't know what you're going to find. But here is thing, though. is is going to be brutal, painful match. But the Excalibur guy, he is no stranger to this stuff. And in my opinion, uh, Excalibur is going to win this match. 
not because he is better or he is more accustomed to environment, but because of the experience factor. He has done this for a long, 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 Jesus, he's old, long time. You're definitely right about that. He has done this for quite some time. Cody, who do you have in this House of Horrors matchup? Well, I mean, given that he runs around with the Manai, one could only imagine what things the unhinged Will Cage sees on a daily basis. So, I mean, if he's not living one big horror movie, it is. I'm going to have to go with Will Cage in this one just because, hey, he kind of has the, the lifestyle, the House of Horrors lifestyle. Oh, Cody finally has an opinion of his own. Oh, look at me. I think for myself. Sorry, <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> well, and, you know, this one, this next one for all the marbles, though. This is where, you know, we separate the men from the boys, so to speak. The ASWF Championship will be on the line. Steve-O challenges his arrival, Mark Wolf for the ASWF Championship. You heard from Mark earlier in this broadcast. <sighs> this one's tough for me. I'm going to go ahead and push it off onto you, Alex, first, because I've literally got to sit here and I'm not sure this one's a pick em. Well, you have to sit there and think. That is, is the gerbil running fast enough in the wheel? Your, your ears the gerbil's smoking? running hard uh-huh. on this. Do not agree with me. It is not funny when you agree with me. You are supposed to take insult, laugh it off, and let me talk. <laughs> I am funny. But anyway, no, I I do agree, though. It's very hard to, to figure out what who will win this match. You have two of the largest competitors. Compet- I cannot talk straight. You have two large guys in the cage, and both... When the cage door opens or close, the the animal instincts will come out. But in all honesty, I I whew, I don't know. Before I would have said Stevo in a heartbeat because of his drive and passion. But after listening to the Mark Wolf talk about his intensity, you know he has he has stepped up intensity. What is that noise? What noise? Oh, I heard a a pounding noise. It was weird. But anyway, I honestly am am picking Mark Wolf. I believe the Wolf guy will will uh will keep his championship. Well, and before we go to Cody, I will say this much right here. Uh <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, even the fan base here for ASWF is split kind of right down the middle between Mark and Stevo. I'm not quite sure, you know. Uh, uh, Fred, Fred said Stevo. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Mark. Fred said Stevo. Uh, Scott this and Michael. Fred, like, never mind. I was about to be mean because. He is trying to take my place as number one fan next to Cody. And that is not happening, Fred James. I'm coming for you. Yes? 
We don't need no Alex versus Fred James in the ASWF. That would that is a main event. That is main event type match right there. See who dies first because neither one of us can breathe. <laughs> Cody, go ahead and let us know what you Some, think in this one. Well, somebody get the Alex versus Fred match on the card immediately, please. I definitely we'll just would add love him to, to the see penitentiary that. of pain. Well, I don't know about all that, Michael. That's no. a little too brutal. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, if I'm going to have to go with my pick in this one, I'm going to have to go with Steve-O, mainly because he's got the fans behind him at ASWF. We have seen him in some of the toughest situations, and the fans, have they just give him that umph that he needs to to uh to succeed now it didn't really get him too far in his first heavyweight championship match against Mark Wolf at Fight for Freedom but it that extra oomph did give him the victory to survive uh men and women all across the mid south in that uh Fight for Freedom Battle Royal so if I'm going to make my pick I'm going to have to go with Stevo on this one I'll tell you this much. I'm going to go with Steve-O. Steve-O's going to win the ASWF championship. Uh, I think it's his drive. Guy I think it's, his, me. it's his you determination, Alex. Whatever, whatever Alex picks, I'm going to pick the other. Blah, blah, blah. You just don't like no. me anymore. Alex. You know, you know better than that. You know you're Do our favorite super fan. Do not try to kiss my butt right now. Do not try that. I am not. The sucky nut stuff does not work with me. Continue. Don't, don't worry about me. I just sit over here crying in my corner and drink my vodka. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry. I was not supposed to say that. I mean, well, Alex, Mountain Dew. Alex, we've reached the main event, the penitentiary of pain. And, you know, real quick, we're going to go over the rules of this contest. Uh, all yes, six combatants. Right. Two combatants start the matchup. After a two minute period, whichever team has the luck of the draw will then become a one per- have a one person advantage. Then, after one minute intervals, each, man- each team will alternate having a man enter the penitentiary. After all six combatants have entered the penitentiary, the door will be locked. The uh, and the door will be shut and locked, and the weapons will become available for use, including the barbed wire baseball bat hanging dead center above the ring. Uh, the only way to win. The only way to win is by all three individuals of a team gape the cage. Both feet must touch the floor. And I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say thanks to the Suicide King and the Psychotic Savior, I think the mind game here works out. As much as I hate the way they did it, Team ASWF is going to be victorious Saturday night. Cody, you go next. I want to be last this time. Well, if we're speaking in all honesty, I can't help but agree with Michael on this one. 
I think Team ASWF has it. I mean, they've literally taken the other, the opposing psychological factor out of the game, uh, so to speak. Uh, I think things are looking good for Team ASWF in this match. Oh, look at this. Both of you picked the ASWF, so I am not, I I should automatically pick 99% guys. Just to be funny. But no, <laughs> in all honesty, in all honesty, I, I am still at, uh, what is terminology you use? At crossroads, yes, to to know what, what to think on this. Because I, I am not sure, you know, I, I, I you look at, you look at the rare and and the cataclysm and the 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 craziness, the the insanity that they have in their heads, and th- this is their type of environment. But then you look at D Mike, the little guy, the 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 least experienced guy in match. Okay, I think that that is going to play a a, a role in this. Because on the other side, you have Josh Cross. Very hardcore. I beat you up, guy. You have Deadly Dell. The guy that goes to other places and does these death match thingies. I mean, just, oh my goodness, in insanity on on what this guy can do. I have seen him get body slammed on gusset plates, of all things. These little metal spiky plates that go on houses? Oh, no, 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 no. But then you also look at the little guy, insane Shane, who has the MMA background, who is used to being inside of cage. Maybe not with weapons, but he is used to that. So, again, I go with experience over intensity, if that is the way I should term this. I don't know. Either way, I say the 99% guys win this match because they are just, I don't know. I, I lost my complete train of thought, but I'm picking them, mainly because you two picked ASWF, and I had to be different. Because that was what y'all did to me. <laughs> well, Alex, I tell you, in the uh, chat room over here on the ASWF Facebook Live for Aftermath, I will say this much. Uh, Team ASWF, the overwhelming favorite inside of the chat room over here. So uh, well, definitely. Of course, of course it is. Who does not want to see the hometown guys, the... The, the good guys. Who does not want to see them make the bad guys shut up? I mean, who doesn't want to see that? But me, I look at this real, 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 realistically. realistically. Yes, that is what I was trying to say. And realistically, whatever, uh, I see that I see 99% guys winning. Hey, uh, Alex, before I let you go here, we got about two minutes, but I need you to say something for me. Say penitentiary. Penitentiary. (laughs) Penitentiary of pain. Yes, I said it. What is so funny? That was awesome. That was awesome. Well, Alex, we look forward. Why are you laughing at me? That is not nice. 
You're right. I apologize, Alex. We uh, look forward. We definitely look forward to seeing you uh, this Saturday night. You won't be able to miss me. I'm going to be dressed like a big uh, banana just for you, Alex. Just for you. Oh I'm going to make a dream come you true. Going, you are going to look so stupid. It is going to be great. I am looking so forward to this. Well, anything to make a fan's wish come true, so I am going to wear oh a uh, banana suit. Don't, um, don't make it out like I am a make-a-wish kid. That ain't right. That is not – you are politically incorrect. Sure. Well, Alex, I do want to take a moment before we go off the air here. Uh, tomorrow night – you will see me right back here on Facebook Live. For those watching on the Facebook Live, we will break down the Penitentiary of Pain match as I will sit down with Josh Cross, the original Misfit, as well as D-Mike. D-Mike going to make his first comment since being called out by Deadly Dale in his uh, video. So that'll certainly be interesting. So tune in tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time as we get ready to do that. But ladies and gentlemen, as we have about 60 seconds to go, I want to go ahead and let you know that you will have to be at the Valiant Arena this Saturday night at 201 Highway 367 North in Tuckerman, Arkansas. The ticket price, absolutely phenomenal. Five dollars to get in the door. Kids six and under get in for free. And hey, we're gonna make it a little bit easier for you. If you're 13 and under and you're in costume, it's only a dollar to get into the best professional wrestling inside of the Mid South. We need to pack that arena because bad Brad or no bad Brad, Team 99% is still a real threat. Come on out, support Team ASWF, and ladies and gentlemen. That's my final thought for the evening. Cody, Alex, what do you guys have before we go off the air? Well, I, I don't know if you heard. Yes, I heard something. You heard it too, Alex? Sounded like laughing. I'm, I'm leaving. I, I don't know. No, 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 that was, no, no, no. Michael, I don't know what's going on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, all I can say me? is an experience. Not that I, not that I see. All I, all I know, ladies and gentlemen, is an event like this. You have to be there and witness it in person, because talking about it isn't doing it any justice. No, no, not at all. That, but the stupid laughing. That I'm, I'm hanging up. Goodbye. That scares me. Good night, Alex. Well, Cody, go ahead and give us your final thought. Uh, Alex has signed off. We're about 48 hours away from finding out who, you know, is going to reign victorious in this thing. It's all, We're here at the end of the road. Go ahead and uh, give us your final thought as we head into ASWF Halloween Resurrection. Hey. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be fantastic. As Michael said, bad, bad, bad Brad or no bad Brad. Hey, let's just try to pack this house. Let, let's let's make it something a fire department would disapprove of as far as capacity goes. Ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have chills, spills, and cage matches and costume contests. Tonight we oh had my. somebody win free tickets. 
and a $10 gift certificate to the Snack Down Snack Bar. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Cody Downs, and this is my co-host, Michael Carnahan. It's been a good night, and we look forward to seeing you this Saturday at Halloween Resurrection. Good night, everybody. See you Saturday.